This episode is brought to you by MDC Strategy. By the Hood has partnered with several other educators and investors to create MDC Strategy. This is not a get-rich-quick scheme or fake internet gurus selling you dreams of wealth. This is a community of educators and investors who believe in the power of community and shared ideas. We share information about real estate, long-term stock investing, precious metals, options trading, cryptocurrency, and much more. For more information, visit mdcstrategy.com. This is not investment advice. It's for educational and informational purposes only. Companies don't have clear objectives for their employees. They have a job description. They don't have clear objectives for those employees, right? So, you know, like um, a, a way for companies to have people be able to work at home and still be able to manage what they do is for them to have clear objectives for their employees. What's up, people? Welcome to this episode of the By the Hood podcast, a webcast, because I don't know how you're consuming this content. I'm your host, as always. My name is Jimmy, and as we start off every show, that's with gratitude. I want to say thank you. Yo, special shout out to all the new members from uh, the MDC strategy group that is growing like crazy with our new announcements in the MDC. Shout out to everybody from By the Hood University, all the youth from the By the Hood Ownership Camp. Camp this weekend was amazing. Looking forward to the last couple of weeks to finish out this summer strong. Um, just want to say overall thank you to anybody that supports what we got going on. I got my brother, my partner in crime, Corey McCoy. What's up, good brother? Chilling, man. Living La Vida Loca. You know, every day above ground's a good day. So, you know, complaining ain't going to work. This is absolutely factual. And, um, you know, this is our podcast, our, our weekly podcast. You know, uh, <laughs> if you're listening to this on Wednesday, the day we drop, you know, we uh, late, late as we've been lately doing the camp season because we've been working on the camp. But we are still dropping every Wednesday. Nonetheless, our new format, where we come on and talk about things that um, revolve around finance or black wealth. Today, it's like, you know past couple of weeks we got another article to talk about and another issue that i want to really get feedback from so when you guys you guys been tweeting me sending me well let me stop saying tweet sending threads you know what i'm saying it's a new wave <laughs> but i'm still getting like tweets and comments about some of our um topics the topic we did um i don't know it was last part a couple weeks ago we got a lot of comments about which was um <clears throat> your spouse being on the same page with you that that seemingly resonated with a lot of folks so um you know keep up the good fight out there because i <laughs> We got more comments like on IG inboxes and, and you know, uh, other stuff about that specific episode. So that one resonated with some folks. Not sure how today's topic will, but I'm pretty sure we'll, you know, touch on some uh, people, Pauls, about what's going on in their personal life. But let me get to the article real quick. It's not necessarily about this specific article. It's about um, a bigger topic. Right. So for those that are watching the video, you'll be able to see the article. For everybody else listening on the audio, a shout out to all our audio listeners because that's where the majority of our listeners come from. Um, I'll put the link in the description for the article, but I'll read a little bit of it. And this is from Business Insider. And what it says is this. A worker is quitting a six-figure job so she won't have to return to the office full time. She says she's a victim of her boss's productivity paranoia. And she says, look, I don't need to be in an office to do my work. Um, she's 53 years old. And she was able to work from home, but now she's been asked to work five days a week in the office. And she says, look, I'd rather leave the job overall. 
Um, for over a year, she's worked three days at home and two in her office, a perfect balance, she says, for her. But now she feels like she'd rather find a job that pays less than keep going in the office for five days a week. This article is about her specific situations. But the conversation I want to have, Corey, is not about, you know, shout to Felicia. Uh, what was her name, right? Felicia. Shout to, uh, yeah, shout to Felicia. Hope all is well. Um, it's not about Felicia's specific story, but uh, more about what's going on in the workplace because I've seen people, I've seen it on both sides. I've seen people who are at the executive level um, talk about productivity, but I've also seen workers say, look, I get just as much, if not more work done working from home. And just to add a little bit more to the conversation, some of my friends who work at the executive level say, yo, the people that work, work, right? So what they tell me is the people that work when they're in the office, it's, it's the 80, the, what is it? Pareto's principle is always at play, right? It's always at play. The people that are going to do the work do just as do it no matter where. Exactly. So I've heard that as a um, commentary on the whole idea of work from home. But what is your thought when you see this article or this phenomenon in general? That's the first question. And I have another question after that that I want to ask you as well as anybody listening or viewing, because I this made me think about something. What's your thoughts? Right. So uh, I, I can I can feel Felicia's pain. Um, I the reason why I don't like working jobs is because I don't like to travel to get to them. Right. So it's not the work. I don't have any problem with doing any kind of work. So you believe that more people. Um, dislike their commute and dislike their job yep i 100 believe it okay um i know when i was teaching from home i would have never left that job but it wasn't it wasn't um it wasn't good for the kids because kids need socialization so i understood why they brought us back you know i didn't have an office job per se um you have a job where social skills are part of are a part of growth and learning mm -hmm. and so um i was dismayed but not um I, I i completely understood why they brought us back because you know the children need to be around each other um but overall though get getting into the topic overall what so, i want to know the topic overall I want to know, um, do you think that it's, it's this whole idea of, like she said, her boss is paranoia, like productivity paranoia? Oh, that's 100% a thing. That's what she called it, productivity paranoia. Do you think there's a lot of micromanagers out there? It's productivity paranoia when you're in the office. It's funny because I've heard someone else say that. It's also proof that they are trying to justify their existence and their salary. Yeah. And it's more difficult for them to do if, if they're not micromanaging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think that... um you know, it's funny because I'm I, one of the conferences that I often speak at is a Valtech conference. It's a real estate valuation technologies conference. And I've spoken at a conference several times. So um, one of the things this upcoming next year, I'm actually on the, the board of the planning committee for the overall conference. Now they asked me to be a part of the board. One of the topics that they're creating content for are skills that managers need to manage from home versus the office. Right. Is it a different skill set? What are some of the things like so it's basically people are creating um, just material and, and, and educational things surrounding the idea of managing people from a distance. Like so it's its own it's its own like a uh, thing now. Um 
But what's interesting is this whole idea of paranoia. That's the thing that I thought that was most interesting about this because I've seen people like on CNBC, I watch these uh, guys who executives and they're like, what are people doing? I've seen a couple companies make it so you have to literally be on camera from the time your day starts to when you leave with like breaks in between. I'm like, yo, that's more stringent than when people are in the office. Yeah, that's that's silly. <laughs> um, so, but so. I think one of the things you said is interesting though, that you think more people hate their commute than hate the job. I think that's very, very interesting. Yeah, because most people are good at their job, right? I'm gonna say most people. I mean, you know, you got your 80% that are average, you got, you know, your 10% exceptional, and your 10% you know they're the trash at whatever job right mm -hmm. and so most people like their job because they're good at it um they can do it it's not really stressful to actually do the job but um getting to and from work like i know for me the most frustrating point per, part of my job was the commute back home not even the commute to work the commute back home like when I'm done with work, I want to be done. Like you see what I'm saying? Like, and yeah, then I still yeah. got to commute. Half after, having a, after having a long day, you got to yeah, get in like, the car and then travel. And that's yeah. crazy because we we know folks that work hour two hours away from like you know wherever um, they working at. Like, which gotta be stressful. Yeah, um, I, saw, I saw someone on IG post a statistic. I don't remember um what the number was, but it was some sort of a measurement they did about how happier people are the closer not only that they work the closer they live to where they work but also that all their shopping and everything is, is in their immediate area but um here's the question i want to ask you and not just you but for anybody listening or anybody watching this on youtube or facebook wherever you're streaming it um the question i have is this how much of your salary would you be willing to give up for the ability to work from home exclusively so let's just throw a number out there I let's mean, say you're making 100k a year right how much of that would you be willing to give away you, to work from I can home? Tell you what's, exactly what's, what's, what's the number? To give away? What's the number? All of it. <laughs> no, that's not what I'm saying, bro. I'm not talking about just quitting your job and doing your own thing. I'm talking about. Okay. All right. So if, 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 if I keep the job of mm -hmm. keep something in the same field, how much of my salary would I be giving? Well, it depends on my bills, right? So um, I'm going to say maxed out 25% though. You would be 25%? Maxed out. Okay. Um, All right. So, so no, that's the answer. I, you know, I, I wasn't trying to be slick with like, well, what about this and what about that? I just want to know, like, is there a percentage you can just think about off the top of your head that I'd be willing to give this back if I never had to show my face there? Max, or, maxed out or, 25 though, because even if I had to come in like once, a week, once a quarter, whatever it may be, um, I, how much would I be willing to give back? I think that is interesting to see because outside of this art, this article led me down a rabbit hole and a couple different um Twitter threads. I know that sounds crazy, Twitter threads, but, you know, that's where I was. That's where I found the info um, where people were saying, yo, I'm taking a 20K pay cut, but I'm working from home. Or I'm taking a 10K pay cut, but I'm working from home. Like people are literally willing to take pay cuts to work from home. And then I saw something on LinkedIn where a guy who was a recruiter was talking about companies using this work from home thing as a way to actually get better employees. Like they're going to the the, the quote unquote uh, tech firms that have like the big brains that work there, and are basically offering them opportunities, um, lower pay. To work but, from home. Yeah, and folks are willing to jump at it. So for everybody listening or watching, 
how much, you know, as a percentage or a dollar amount, would you be willing to give back for the ability to not have to get up and go into work every day? I think mm-hmm. uh, that that's interesting to see what the response to that will be. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll be willing to give away a, a sizable portion. Like I said, you know, I, I cut my salary by a quarter um, to work from home, to be able to, you know, use my own bathroom and eat my yeah. own food. And no, I get it. The commute, the commute, the commute, commute can be a, uh, um, you know, problematic. Like working from home is an amazing thing when you just, you know, especially depending upon your job, though, right? I understand the idea of having to teach like people and being in front of them. That's a little different, but I guess it depends upon your job too. But this paranoia is a real thing too, because no, again, this is one hundred percent a thing. A lot of times it's them trying to justify their salaries, though. Let's be honest. That's yeah, because middle management is if you know if you're like if people are managing themselves, then what are you there for? Right. There you go. So the thing is this though, right? A lot of companies don't have clear objectives for their employees. And so that's another thing, right? They don't have clear mm. objectives and they don't have clear um I think what you just said is is in my opinion, more profound than maybe even you recognize. Repeat what you said about the companies. Repeat what you said. Companies don't have clear objectives for their employees. They have a job description. They don't have clear objectives for those employees, right? So, the you know, like um, a, a way for companies to have people be able to work at home and still be able to manage what they do is for them to have clear objectives for their employees, right? So, if you have a clear objective and, and, and clear you know, you know how you write an outline where you got an objective and then you got the, the points underneath where you if you achieve these things, then you should reach the objective. Mm-hmm. And companies don't have it. And so the reason why these companies are struggling with at home employees, because they don't have a clear direction for those employees to go. They don't have a clear like, look, if you if you accomplish this, this, this and that, I don't care how much time it takes. You Man. see what I'm saying? Like, if you don't if you have these four things to accomplish. And they're all accomplished at the rate that we want them accomplished at. And we all come together and we decide together that, you know, that's the objective and the clear goals to the those objectives and those things get accomplished. You know, it's not like, you know, make the objectives stringent. You know what I mean? Like, so look, we, we want to meet our quarter one sales goal plus 10%. These are the objectives that we need to do to reach our yeah. Plus ten percent, and so the objective is to get plus ten percent on the thing, and then you have steps that you need to take to do that. If all mm-hmm. of those steps are being met, you can work from anywhere in the world and still be able to accomplish anything. So it's about the work, right, and, and not just the micromanaging. I get what you're saying, and I, I think I think I told you the reason that when you said that it caught me is because I was thinking about that. Um, even as someone who's worked in as a manager, it, you have to have clear objective with the people that report to you in terms of what the expectations are. And a lot of times you're right. People just get up and go to work every day and they're not all on the same page or working towards a common Nobody's goal. on the same page. Everybody's doing their part, but nobody's working together toward the bigger objective, bigger goal. Like nobody cares. Like because the managers are not, and the companies, I'm not even going to put it on the managers, the companies mm-hmm. are not forcing these, you know, the, 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 you have to put your team on the on the path to do with it whatever it is you want to accomplish yeah leadership right. starts from the top down right so everybody has to be on the same page everybody had to be on the same page but the thing is 
if you if you have clear objectives for your employees, that means you have to have them for yourself. And most people don't want to be held accountable. <laughs> and and that's the thing, right? Yeah, because if all your employees are not meet, see the thing is, if you got four or five employees, you know you can go through two or three cycles and see that people who are meeting the objectives and who are not. It's it's actually easier to manage people when you have clear objectives and goals. Here's the last thing I want to add to this equation, right? Um, to this conversation, because you know. And this is not just for Corey, but for anybody listening, watching, I'd like to get your thoughts on this too. Is this something where it's just part of culture now? Like, is the cat out the bag? Did the pandemic make it so you can't, like, you can't put this back? Like, will we ever have a time where everybody's in the office? Because work from home was already a thing. No. Not, not at this magnitude. So, is no. this something where it's out the bag now and it's, you can't put it back? Get out the bag. Certain jobs just don't need people to be there all the time. Like, these developers and people like that, 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 like you can do that job. I don't gotta drive two hours to come to an office to get on the computer and do the same thing I can do from my bedroom. Yeah. Like, why am I driving two hours? To, am I the best at my job or not? Do you have a clear objective and a goal for me to meet so that you know that I'm doing whatever I'm supposed to be doing? Whether or not I can meet that goal in, a, in an hour or if it takes me six days, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Can I meet the goals and objectives of the company? Now, once we've reached that goal of objective, all we have to do is set another one, which can gives me continuous work yeah. but then that's also that's also something that then that puts the the, the, the onus on the companies again to, right. to have clear clear objectives and goals so the reason why these people you know have this paranoia is because you don't have you know look i can measure you know i was taught when i was in the service whatever can be measured can be done if you can measure it you can do it so my thing is put measurable objective goals there and then work toward those measurable objective goals. All right. Let's, go let's see about that, man. I just want to leave it at that. No, I, I, I get the point. You know, you know I don't want to butcher your point. Like, I get it. I just want to make sure that um, I want to have some goals for this episode, right? <laughs> so for everybody listening to watching, I want you to answer. Like and subscribe. Yeah, do that too. Like, subscribe, do all the good stuff. And before I ask the questions I want to ask, I want to say this, that for those who don't know, um, our membership group, MDC, um, the MDC strategy group is not just by the hood. It's us in, in conjunction with some other investors, um, you know, um, traders and, and the like have put together this community. And we um, it's been around for a little while, but it was ninety nine dollars a month. We've actually just reduced it like, to thirty dollars, literally a dollar a day. And the logic in reducing it is um, just to charge what we need to basically um, operate the business. Um, but also to make it so you never have to come out of pocket. So it's literally a dollar a day now. Um, you can go to mdcstrategy.com. I will put the link for that in the show notes as well as the description. If you're watching the video, you'll probably see it scroll at the bottom of the stream, screen, but it's mdcstrategy.com. That is our new look membership site. Um, I want to say that. Now, the last thing I want to say before we get out of here is this. Some questions that I want you guys to answer. And you can send it to me inbox by the hood. Um, you can leave the YouTube comment. You can, you know, however you get in touch with us. How much of your salary would you be willing to give up if you can work exclusively from home? That's the first question. And the second question is, do you think that this is just part of our world now? Is the cat out the bag? Will we never go back to everybody being in the office five days a week? Like, can will this continue? Go ahead, Corbett. Will this continue to grow with more folks being uh, being able to work from home, even post-pandemic? What did you want to add, Cor? And do you have clear... And, and measurable goals at your job or work great, or whatever. Great you question. Do. Great question. 
is do, does your job have clear and measurable goals in terms of what you are trying to accomplish for your for for you specifically for your productivity absolutely so those are great questions right there we'll leave you with those questions um don't forget like comment subscribe we appreciate the support as always as we always say it's not about how much money you make it's about how much you keep game elevates we'll see you guys in our next episode peace